In April of 2016, a TV show named Winona Earp debuted in the U.S. and Canada. Shortly thereafter, a fandom was born. And not just any fandom, and not just any fans. These fans call themselves Earpers. Welcome to This Earper Life, a podcast about the stories behind the fandom. I'm Anne. And I'm Kat. We're both Earpers, and we both wanted to know more about the show and fandom we love. Each week, we take a closer look at the stories behind the show and the fandom that celebrates it. Kat and I were all in, talking with Desiree Dawson for our Music of Winona Earp episode. We talked about living in an RV, her experiences with the Earper fandom, and of course, that magical proposal song. Please enjoy our conversation in its entirety, as recorded on April 6, 2021, with the facilitator of Joyful Spaces herself, Desiree Dawson. Please be wearing blue plaid. I'm sorry. Should I go change? <laughs> I absolutely could be wearing blue plaid right now. <laughs> I mean, we compliment each other. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we could not talk about the music of Winona Earp without talking to our guest today, singer, songwriter, producer, and yoga teacher from Vancouver, Desiree Dawson. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Um, first of all, can I say how extremely envious I am of you right now that you're living in an RV? <laughs> Thanks. It's it's a cool. Well, sorry, envious, but it's a great life. I'm loving it here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have much RV experience? I have none, but I've always thought. I mean, maybe I've romanticized it too much. Is it is it all it's cracked up to be, or? It's awesome, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's like it's definitely romanticized, and I and I get why because sometimes it's the dreamiest thing ever, and other times it's like I just wish I had a house that was not on wheels. <laughs> well, it's a whole different set of problems, right? Like totally, yeah, yeah. I mean, home ownership is kind of the same way, where it's like you rent, and then you're like, I just want to own my own home, and then you finally do, and you're like, wait, I have to take care of all this stuff, everything, yeah. <laughs> So I guess it's even then it's even different because like you said, it's on wheels. So that has its own set of issues. Totally. Where are you right now, Desiree? So right now I'm just a little bit outside of Vancouver in Squamish. Oh, Mm -hmm. Squamish is beautiful. It's so gorgeous. I just spent the past, I think four days or five days kind of deep in the woods. So there was no service and it was, I hadn't done that in a really long time. And I just like, no access to no power no water no phone I just kind of like came self-contained and stayed there by the water it was really nice amazing oh my gosh it must be so quiet it is yeah I want to go somewhere quiet (laughs) (laughs) is it loud where you are I I have two kids so it's always loud (laughs) yes and with the pandemic (laughs) they don't go anywhere so I'm just like quiet does your does your RV uh, sleep too, Desiree? Because I think Anne might be wanting yeah. to come up and visit. There is right behind me. This this turns into a queen bed. So, I'm I. How, how long does it take to get there? <laughs> you come I can and get her closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, meet me halfway. <laughs> meet you in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, so tell us about your musical journey. Have you always loved music? Are you from a musical family? I've always loved music so much. And I'm from a musical family in the sense that everyone in my family loves music. 
but not everyone in my family I don't I, I didn't come from a family of musicians but I came from a, a family of music lovers and so when I was younger um, my mom would always play music for my sister and I like when we were going to sleep there'd always be music playing like in the car and and so it was like a definitely I, I learned at a young age that music is medicine and that it has like a purpose in every kind of scenario there's always a, a way that music could be a part of it so that was with me yeah since I was really really young and then from there, I just, I didn't always know. I'm not one of those artists who was like, I'm going to be a singer. Like, I think I just always loved music. I did musical theater. Um, and then I kind of, once I graduated high school, I was like, well, I guess I got to go find something to do. Like, I didn't really think being a, a musician was, a, was an option. And then I started kind of trying to figure out all these other things. And then eventually just my path led me back to music and I started jamming with some friends that then turned into a band that then turned into me focusing more on original music and then it just kind of went on from there and now I'm here playing mostly original music love covers as well but I kind of really focus on my own my own stuff wonderful mm -hmm. um and you have a song all in that was featured in Cat and I's favorite show Winona Earp and uh, it aired during one of its biggest scenes the proposal scene can you tell us about the process of getting your song in Winona Earp yeah so that process was really interesting because I just got an email one day from Andrea saying like do you want to be on this I have this show and I think this song would be perfect for the scene but she didn't tell me what the scene was so I, she's like, you have to keep it under wraps because this is a really important scene. So you can't even like say that you're going to be on the show until it airs. So I had to wait until that, that it, that's that episode aired before I could even speak about it. And I, and I had no idea what it was going to be until I saw it. Um, so one of my friends who does watch my donor and, and kind of has an idea of the fandom was like, oh, I think it's going to be a proposal scene. And so she kind of prepared me for it and she totally was just guessing. And then it ended up being that. So I, I have no idea what I was getting into, um, but it's been a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful journey. <laughs> so your friend, yeah, that's awesome that your friend was, was a fan of the show. When you say she, uh, they prepared you for maybe this could be the proposal, what did, what did that mean? Like, how did they prepare you? What, what, kind of, what kind of insight did they give you into the show? So my friend Katie, basically she, she kind of, opened my I didn't know much about fandoms at all like I didn't even know really like what they were um I've never really gotten super into one before so she was just kind of like briefed me on like this is a this is a very beautiful fandom like there's like a lot of people who are involved in supporting the show and and like just kind of letting me into that world a bit um and then she had she's like oh I know every show that has lesbian cast in it or like I know I know all the lesbian scenes of every like series and so she know she knew it specifically because of that and then she was like kind of had followed the journey I guess of of um Winona Earp and of the couple and so she she kind of could predict it so she was just like I think this is this is what it's gonna be it'll be fun to see if it turns out that that's what the scene is because all I did is tell her I have a song it's this this song and it's gonna be in this show and she was like and she just like did some research and came back. She's like, it's a proposal scene. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> she ran the numbers. Yes. And I guess that's why Andrea was like, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk to Katie. She's yes. our people. 
Yeah, yes. it sounds like she's definitely an herper, right? She, you she need could, to talk to Katie. She could help produce this podcast. I think. Yes. <laughs> so before before All In going into Winona Earp, had you had songs featured on shows before? No, it was my first placement in a TV show, which is really cool. And how, how did Andrea find you? Was she just shopping catalogs or did you, were you pitching your songs out there? I wasn't pitching it. Like I, I had been pitching them to other music supervisors, but not to her. So like, I don't even really know. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I believe I just received an email one day and I was like, oh, okay. And then I thought maybe it was from some sort of, cause there was a time where I was doing quite a few, like going to different panels that had music supervisors um, and, and sending my music around. But I was like, I don't think she was one of them. So I, I still don't really know how she found it, but she was like, this is the song. <laughs> so, yeah. And what, what did that process look like when she said, you know, we're interested in this, in this song, then what are the ne- next steps for you as a, as a songwriter and singer? Yeah. So basically, this, and this, now that I've had a few more op- opportunities like this with different shows and just talking to different supervisors, it's like, we want to use your song. Like they kind of ask, did you write it? Did other people write it? Like, do you have you know, the rights to, for us to use it? Um, and then it's just kind of a waiting game. And then you don't hear anything back for a while. And then they're like, it's going to air in two weeks. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, so it's kind of just like a, it's a very interesting thing of kind of just being like, okay, let me know when you have more information about what you're going to do with this song. <laughs> well, you, you posted uh, on Twitter. There's a video of you watching that scene. Yes. Is that you watching it for the first time? Yeah. That's it was awesome. so <laughs> special. And again, Katie was the one filming it. <laughs> she was like, you have to, she's, cause I was like, I'm going to watch it. She's like, can I'm going to film you while you do it. <laughs> Amazing. So what was that like? What was it like seeing your song uh, cut into this beautiful scene? It was so magical. Like it was just, I feel like it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, like have my music be in film and TV. So for this to be the first song that ever I ever got a placement was like in the first show and the first scene, it just felt so aligned and I just felt really grateful. And and also I didn't know the storyline. So like I, um, I hadn't actually watched any episodes up until then but I felt emotional and I knew how important it was even though I didn't know the show and it just it felt really important and it felt really beautiful so it was cool to feel connected to it because I know it could have gotten on many shows that maybe I wouldn't have had such a connection with but that was also cool how I felt connected to it when I didn't even know the show that well I was like okay this is special (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think that's a true testament to like Andrea's ability to pair music with scenes I can see where even if you haven't seen the show all you need to do is is see a real you know a clip of that moment with that pairing and it's magical it's absolutely Mm -hmm. magical totally yeah so special so tell us about uh all in because that you released that in like 2019 right Mm -hmm. what was your inspiration for that my inspiration for that song was I was falling in love with my girlfriend at the time and it just felt different and special. And I haven't really ever released a love song like for anyone before. And, um, and so I, I just felt like when I first started writing it, I was totally in the early stages of just being like, Oh, this is so sweet. And, and the whole thing about all in two is like, it is about, 
the journey of vulnerability of how it's kind of terrifying. Like it's like, mm-hmm. this feels good. And it's like, okay, well now I have to be vulnerable, which feels kind of terrible, but then also being vulnerable is beautiful. But it's like, so it's kind of all the journey, the journey of like, I'm falling, I'm stalling, like, okay, but I'm calling and now I'm now okay, I'm all in. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> I'm diving in. <laughs> and uh and how perfect too that you know, all in is is a big tagline, a big quote from the show that has, you know, people say over and over again when talking about the show and scenes in the show, and then it just so happens that that's the name of the song too. Right. Perfect. Okay, so I actually didn't know that. So people were saying all in like before this song. Yeah. There's this Whoa. Yeah, there's a scene <laughs> early on in um in season two where Doc, one of the key characters, mm-hmm. hands a note to it's for Winona saying that he's all in. Okay. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say it, but she opens the note and we all see the note and it's all in. Wow. It's kismet so special like how did andrea find the song i i i want to talk to andrea about it we're gonna well we're gonna talk to her we're talking hopefully hopefully next week so we will ask that question we will let you know what she says cool (laughs) um i mean and yeah obviously that scene is so iconic uh for 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 so many reasons but um and you know erpers you probably know now are very enthusiastic (laughs) very enthusiastic fandom uh, you know, and you will now forever be tied to this scene. And, uh, you know, were you, did you, did Katie, your, your very smart friend, did she prepare you for the Erper reaction to, to, to what the scene would mean to the fandom? Like, were you prepared for kind of this, um, what I would imagine is sort of like this outpouring of just like love and, and admiration? Not really. Like she definitely prepared me that it's going to be a big scene. So it's going to be a big moment. And it, you know, like it's, it's going to be great, but I don't think either of us knew how much love (laughs) would be poured and how, yeah, I just don't think I could have ever been so prepared for that, for like the, the, um, the love, like you said, and Katie definitely gave me a little bit of like, oh yeah, it's gonna be big, but not, yeah, we're, we both still are like, wow like what a beautiful thing. Like, I feel so incredibly grateful like this has been this welcome into this fandom I'm like wow my first time getting a place my first time in a fandom and I'm like I'm home <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful and Desiree what did that look like like so you know you watch you watch it play uh you know as it's unfolding in the scene and then did you look at Twitter immediately? Did you look at your Spotify downloads immediately? Like what, could you see it happen before your eyes? I think Twitter was kind of where I really saw it. Um, And then Spotify, I started noticing it too, but definitely Twitter was like the place to be. And that's also cool to, because I've been on and off Twitter, like over my time with Twitter, which has been years. Um, But I I love the, the Twitter response like the fandom's twitter presence is really cool and so that's definitely where i noticed it i think first because i was like i don't usually get this many people tagging me on twitter (laughs) this is is new (laughs) it was really cool you're like what did i do again oh yeah that's right (laughs) that song just came out Hmm. (laughs) yes totally and also there i noticed there were fans uh covering the song 
and then like t- sort of tagging you or you know sending it on Twitter. That must. I mean, has that had you had that experience before having fans uh, cover your songs and you having opportunity to watch that? I've had a couple fans cover songs, but it doesn't happen that often. Like, and it's it's such a gift. Like I have loved. And I, I was actually, I've been trying to think of ways to encourage more people to cover all in, but like any songs. And I'm trying to, right now I'm in the process of kind of redoing my website and trying to create some sort of like kind of portal where we can like hang out a bit more. And one of the things I really want to do is have like a thing where I share more of the, the guitar tabs or the chords and also like invite people to cover the songs more because it was so special getting those in. Like I love, love, love when people cover my music. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so now it just so happens that uh, when Kat and I were thinking of our musical uh, episode for our podcast, we were like, we have to include Adeline, we have to include Jill, we have to include Desiree. And then <laughs> now it just so happens that all three of you are part of a concert, the If You Know You Know concert. How did that come about? And what can we expect from this amazing lineup? Yeah, so that was, I mean, Adeline reaching out and being like, I'm putting together this concert. I want you to be part of it. And um, I was just like, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm there. I really, I really like Adeline and Jill, both their music. So I was like, yeah, I'm in. This sounds great. Um, and I think it's just going to be a lovely way to connect and raise funds for such an amazing cause and like I'm just I'm really excited about it yeah uh as an erper it just thrills me to think of like you three doing anything together it just seems like this this club that has been formed on the side I'm just like and and, like the erpers are together and now they're together it's just this whole conglomeration it's like so cute it's so cool Uh, uh, another Erper thing, uh, not necessarily an Erper thing, but so you had a dance party for your birthday on Zoom. Mm-hmm. What was that like? And was that what you expected it to be? <laughs> so the dance party is the best thing ever. And I've been doing the dance parties ever since my birthday because it was just felt so good. But I thought it was going to be like, maybe 30 people show up and we like kind of just dance together and it's super like low key. Um, and I think what did it, I think Dom posted it and after Dom posted it, it like made it just a lot more, like more people are aware of it. Um, so anyways, yeah, there was over 380 people signed up, which was so fun and so beautiful. And I've never had a zoom event with that many people. So it was, Um, I loved it a lot and it was really cool because I really enjoyed myself but then I kept getting all these messages that others were really enjoying it and that it felt like a safe space to move and dance and and just have fun and and kind of relax and so it was um, it felt very special so I was like I'm not going to stop doing this because clearly it felt great for me and it clearly felt great for others so like I'm just going to make this a regular thing so yeah dance parties are so fun (laughs) so your friend katie dropped the ball there she didn't warn you about that no (laughs) (laughs) it's probably better that she didn't warn you about everything (laughs) totally (laughs) so so you just uh did you finish recording your album you you were working on one just a few weeks ago yeah it's it's all recorded now so it's going to be a four song ep and um, 
we, yeah, it's done. The recording post is done. And now we're in like the editing, mixing kind of phase of it right now. So I'm so excited about it. Is it, do you have a name for it already? Yeah. It's called meet you at the light. Okay. And when Mm -hmm. can we, when can we expect that? I'm hoping for mid June. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a few questions from Twitter. What are you listening to on your playlist these days? Hmm. Okay. That's, I feel, I feel like this is a question that I get so often. I need to start like writing it down because I kind of do this thing where I'll get recommended songs. I'll be listening to them like all day and I won't even really know like, wait, who is this again? <laughs> like, wait, what is this song called? Um, but I make a lot of playlists, especially like after my dance parties, I make playlists and I, they're public. So you can go and listen to them. Um, but one song that I've just discovered recently that I've, I was kind of having a hard day and a friend sent it to me and it's called tightrope by Zayn. And that's been a song that's been like really getting me through. Um, yeah. What? Okay. Dancing in the moonlight, that cover, does that cover even? I, I played at every one of my dance parties and I've, apparently I saw on Twitter that someone um, did like a compilation of like Dom and Cat dancing to it at one point and I didn't know that. So that's a song I listen to a lot. Um, there's so many and there's, and the genres are like vast and it's just like, it's, it's quite a like kind of mishmash of different things. But yeah, if you go to my Spotify, you can find some playlists. Okay. Who are your musical influences? Hmm, I feel that I'm influenced by so many people. And again, it's such a hard question for me for some reason, because I think there are so many, maybe that I don't even always um, acknowledge, but I think just as a musician, I've picked up so much from so many different, so many different artists. Um, But when I was younger and I still feel this, but Adele was like a, was like a huge one for me. Um, and Amy Winehouse and uh, Lauren Hill, uh, Tracy Chapman. Um, I listened to a lot of like Lily Allen growing up. Um, yeah, there's there's so many again, like such a long list of of different artists. Beyonce, Rihanna. Um, yeah, all the faves. Oh yeah, all, all the faves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, have you have you gone back and watched the show now? that you've been on the show well you haven't have been on not. the show but your music has been on the show I still haven't done that and it's like it's on my list I'm like okay I'm gonna watch the show now because now I feel like I mean I've kind of like fast forwarded really far but I, I think it'll be cool <laughs> to go back to the very beginning and watch it all you watch it unfold yeah 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 you're definitely uh you've been solidified into the herpdom forever now with that <laughs> that song Yay. placement like it or not I'm, I'm happy. I will be solidified here. Like, it's a pretty good place to land. It's a great place to land. I have a music. I have a musical question. Mm-hmm. Um, is your day just? Is it just full of music? Like, do you wake up, put on a song? Like, what is your? You know, to kind of take us through your day is, is in relation to to music, either listening to it or, or creating it. Mm-hmm. I'd say every is a little bit different, but for the most part, I get up. Yeah. Usually put on a playlist. I've been trying to have my own solo dance parties like every morning because it's, it's a way that I know I can get like a little bit of like 
joy and kind of juice for the for, for the day. Um, so yeah, I usually put on music right away. I usually start with like an audiobook or a meditation mm-hmm. and then I'll put on some music and kind of like get ready and dance and kind of dance my way into my little office. This is my little office space and my bedrooms back there. So <laughs> that's, that's my home. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm <tour>. always, <laughs> yeah. welcome to my crib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here it is. That was it. <laughs> nice. Don't <Jumpling. laughs> But yeah, music is always, there's always music playing. And then, yeah, then I might pause it and start creating and listening back to my own. Like right now, because I'm in the process of listening and mixing um, my Mm. EP, then I'll I'll be listening to other artists and then I'll like kind of switch into listening to my own music and then I'll switch into creating. So it's kind of, kind of flows. Is it difficult to be producing an album remotely? Because I'm guessing you're not near a studio. I'm guessing you guys are communicating, you know, uh, from different parts of the world. Is that difficult? Is that, you know, I'm sure that's different than a normal sort of album, uh, you know, pr- uh, production. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, I have a lot of experience with with doing a lot of work um, remotely and like working with people all over the world when we've never even met before. And so that actually kind of comes natural to me but I recorded my album here like actually in Vancouver and I'm I'm working with my friend Francis Revelo um and my other friend Olivia Kwan who are like also helping me co-produce it so we actually all got together um a couple weeks ago at a studio recorded it all so now that now this process is is more um we're not going to be in the same space but I think getting the like actual recording part done together was important and now this part feels like we can do a lot of it um, separate and that that works mm-hmm. awesome and you um like you do a lot of stuff yourself too right like mm-hmm. I've seen videos on Instagram of you like doing the mixing and playing and yes amazing I can barely yeah. string together audio <laughs> <laughs> you're just like sitting in the back of your RV spinning out hits <laughs> Doing yoga, living your best life. <laughs> Does your um, RV have have a name? Have you named your RV? Well, I okay. So I'm 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 one of these people who doesn't really name my things. Like people mm. always ask me about my ukulele too. Like, does it have a name? And I'm like, I don't know why? Because I know some people really name their things, and I'm not really one of them. However, my mom was calling her Winnie, um, because it's it's a Winnebago. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Winnie is is the name. And so some of my friends call say like oh what can't wait to see Winnie um I don't usually refer to her as Winnie or even as her I usually say my RV (laughs) sure okay I kind of of love that other people are like have a personality or like where's Winnie how's she doing and I'm like she's good (laughs) she she acting up again (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love that my friends have like taken upon themselves to kind of like have that (laughs) you're like go with it that's fine yeah. have fun guys that's fine your friends have like created fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> when he's in a relationship she has this whole life you don't even know about oh. so, so how long did you say how long you've been living in winnie so <laughs> don't start been- calling her winnie <laughs> don't, don't do that yet. <laughs> um it's been so since october october i think the beginning of october is when i made the made the transition into Winnie okay (laughs) (laughs) we've just made it weird (laughs) have have you driven RVs I mean that's it's a good size RV how long is Winnie so it's a 27 (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> we're, we're just going to call her Winnie for the purpose of this. I think, I think we have to. <laughs> so she is a 27 foot long class A RV. Um, so yeah, very big. And I had never driven even a truck before. So um, it was, I thought what? like when I, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I knew nothing about RVs when I moved in. Like I, my friend, one of my friends has an RV. So I've kind of been able to observe. I think she's been living in hers for like four years now. My sister lived in an RV for the summer. So I kind of had like a little bit of an idea, but I didn't know anything about the ins and outs of it. So like YouTube has been my best friend. And, um, but it's really cool because I, like I said, I, I've not, I'm not super, like, I wouldn't call myself super outdoorsy and like, I'm not the camping type, like, but now I live in an RV and I've been camping and like, I've just taught myself so much. So it's, it's such a cool reminder, like how much we can do if we just do it, you know? You never drove something that big and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. You don't camp. And now you're living practically half outside. It's yeah. Yeah. Pretty and it was cool. It was funny because when I first went to test drive one, when I was trying to find which one I was going to buy, the one I test drove was 33 feet and it was oh so big. It was so <laughs> nice though. Like I, I love my, oh. it's, like, it's a smaller size, but this one was like so beautiful. Um, but I actually smashed the back window out because oh. I had never driven something that big <laughs> and, I'm, oh, and we heard a smash and I was like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> this was during your test drive. Like someone else's vehicle. And, oh and, no. And I was like, I think that didn't sound good. He's like, oh no, no, it's fine. And I was like, I knew. I was like, no, no, like that smashed something. And then we got out and it, I ended up like smashing the window. So there was a few weeks where I was like, I can't live in an RV. I just broke that person's home. Like, right. and then eventually I got over it and I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you just do it, right? I would you imagine just you, just get, you just get over it and it becomes normal like anything yeah, else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It feels so normal now. Like I love driving it. It's so fun. Every mm-hmm. time I drive it, I'm just like, I'm on a road trip. That's yeah. awesome. I'm just going to the store. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd I end up? Oh, I'm at the pharmacy. Exactly- <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yes. <laughs> but so does it get cold where you, like you're is it cold everywhere in canada i don't know I'm horrible at oh and i don't i don't know i, just I apologize it's cold everywhere i apologize on behalf of Anne. <laughs> I, I mean like i'm freezing all the time but to others like this is not the cold part of canada like this is like okay. the, this is like it's it's pretty it's never too cold and never too hot it's kind of just like mm. always kind of in the middle but um nice. yeah so we don't see that much snow we saw we saw more than usual this year, but, um, I'm always freezing. So like, I'm not the person to ask, but <laughs> yes, it's always cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just imagine that that makes living in an R like there are additional things like frozen water pipes and things like that. You would have to worry about if you're living in yeah. an RV. Luckily, I- because oh. it doesn't get too cold here. I don't have to worry about it too much, but those who are living in other parts of Canada, especially like more Eastern, like they're going to have to deal with the frozen pipes and stuff. Whereas it's not too bad out here. So that was, that's one great thing about if you live in an RV in BC, like, or not mm-hmm. even BC, because there's parts of BC where it also gets really cold, but specifically in Vancouver, um, it's, yeah, it's pretty kind of mild, which is nice. I, again, I was still freezing, but I made, I've kind of figured out like, I'll put the heater here. I'll just like, I have, I have, five blankets on my bed or something and one's a heated blanket and then one's like a du- like big duvet and like it's just 
you can it barely out. move your weighted down. So much. <laughs> it's great. It does. It sounds cozy. I wanted a weighted blanket, so I just put five. That <laughs> yeah, works. So I don't. I don't want to plant this seed in your head if it's not already there, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, don't you get scared? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Like, it's been that's that's a huge part of it too. Is because a lot of people is in the city will move into an RV for financial reasons because. And that's, oh, that's a big reason why I did it too. I was like, I mean, who knows what my, what it's going to look like with the pandemic. Um, but the thing is, it's very, it's very cost efficient if you like live on the streets and just kind of like park wherever, but then mm-hmm. if you park wherever it's kind of terrifying. So like, for me, I ended up spending a lot more time and money than I thought I would like at RV parks. Cause I feel a lot safer when I'm like at an RV park with other people or like I'm at campgrounds where there's other people there. But when I'm in the city, I just don't sleep. Like I, I'm always up and I'm just kind of like always anxious. And, you know, I, I definitely am kind of a scared person in general. So yes, I, I, I feel quite scared. Um, but again, my friends who do it, like they seem fine. So I think it might just be kind of like, depends you know, on the person depends on the person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I yeah. rather be around others. And like, I can like see my neighbors over there. Like they're like, cooking some food out back and like it's kind of just nice to be like far but but close enough that I'm not mm-hmm. fully alone yeah yes yeah it's good please mm-hmm. be careful Desiree please be careful <laughs> you you post amazing photos and I'm just like oh I want to be there right now so bad you're just like alongside a river doing it's whatever lovely. I have seen a bunch of I follow some people who are like full families living in RVs with their like four kids so yeah, Instagram can make anything look good. I'm not buying that. Only show the rivers and the right <laughs> barbecues. <laughs> no. Well, two two friends of mine they bought a big uh like uh, Greyhound bus, and they are in the process of creating um uh, their own home. Their home. They're they're making you know they're making a a mobile home. That's amazing. And just hit the road and look for a place to settle down and take some take their time and. It's uh, it, it's it's appealing. Sort of that nomad spirit is definitely appealing. Where if you get tired of the scenery, you just let's go somewhere else. Yeah, I would have definitely. I wish I would have done it before I had children because it just seems like a lot of work now to drag them along. Yeah, but, and now I don't want them with me because I just want it quiet. But. <laughs> right, you're like I want the river. I want like, peace. <laughs> I can't hear the river. Stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, 12 and 13. Okay. <laughs> so they should move out soon, right? Is that how that yeah, goes? You're, yeah. you're close. It's close. close. <laughs> I'll get them each their own RV and just yes. send them on their way. <laughs> Go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about your yoga. So my yoga, well, my, per- my personal yoga practice has been something that I credit for even me like stepping out as a musician, because for me, the practice of yoga is such a like lifestyle kind of practice. So like, I, I don't know how much you are, if you are into yoga at all, but there is kind of like, some people think yoga is just like the poses we do, but it's actually like a whole kind of way of life and being connected with yourself so that you can be connected with everyone around you. Um, And so when I first got into it, maybe 10 or 12 years ago, I, I was really moved by that, like kind of these concepts that I never really had sat with before and kind of starting to actually feel more connected to myself and to everyone around me. 
And it also helped me because I started getting more comfortable with myself. I became more comfortable with my voice. And I think that when I started teaching yoga, again, maybe I'm so bad with time, but I think maybe like six years ago or something, when I first started teaching, I started singing right away. Like I would sing at the beginning of class and at the very end of class. And then I was like, and then people were reacting like, this is magical. Like I, I thought it was lovely. And then you sang and it became even more lovely. And it was like, and I started realizing, okay, like these two medicines, because music is medicine for me, I'm sure it is for you too. Um, and then yoga and breath and meditation is also medicine. And I was like, when they come together, it's just like a kind of beautifully intense dose <laughs> of that. Um, so then I just started doing that a lot more, bringing music into my yoga classes as I taught. Um, and then it kind of gave me more energy to like start performing a lot more like outside of the yoga studios, but just like as Desiree Dawson, like doing concerts and stuff. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think that it's, they go so hand in hand, like the creativity, the medicine and kind of like the flow, the flow of it all. So I, Mm -hmm. I love what I've learned so far about yoga. I love it. It, it. You just seem like a, such a vibrant spirit. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with that music and yoga connection and mm-hmm. just this outdoor uh, lifestyle that you live. I'm, I'm so envious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so show up on your doorstep in <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Although it might not be that quiet because like it's a very small space and I'm always like singing and listening to music or cooking. I'll be like, you promised me it would be quiet. Stop <laughs> singing. <laughs> yes. Desiree, stop singing all the stop time. All the Sounds time. like that would be amazing. <laughs> like yeah, your own right? little aunt. You'll be on your own like retreat. It's like a, a yoga music oh. retreat with Desiree. You could just be laying there for like hours and I'll, I'll be doing my stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to move or talk yeah. or anything. How much would that retreat cost, Desiree? To name <laughs> your price. I'll get back to you. It's side gig, Desiree. It's side hustle. Like, right? Think about it. She'd be like, I don't know. I talked to these two podcasters, and now all of a sudden she's like, When can I come over? Sweet. <laughs> we did the same thing to Adeline. Trust me. It's true. We're going to live with her for a couple of weeks. We've oh, already perfect. got, yeah, she, we're like, okay, when are we going to Joshua Tree together? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, I forgot. I still can't get out of Canada. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps using that excuse. <laughs> a strange excuse. <laughs> we're using this podcast to make friends. That's basically what we're doing. Yeah. I love it. It's a good way. <laughs> it's a good way to do that. <laughs> So uh, Desiree, what else do you have on the horizon? Not like you haven't already listed enough, but is there anything <laughs> we don't know about that you would like to promote or plug for yourself? Hmm. Well, yeah, I feel like I kind of have said everything. I took a little bit of a break from the dance parties just so I could like come to the forest and not be tied to needing Wi-Fi and all that. But I'm going to start the dance parties up um, again, maybe next month. Um, but if not next month, the month after, which I'm really excited about. And then, yeah, I guess I kind of, things come up as they come up. So I don't have too much planned other than getting my EP out, um, and having more community gatherings and, and dancing together. And I really want us to come together more in joy because this is such a time where there's so much heaviness coming up. And I'm like, I just want to be a facilitator of joyful spaces and like, and, and real spaces for other things to come up too. But like, 
I think I see more of that coming soon. Fantastic. And where can we find you on your socials? You can find me at Desiree Dawson Music um, for Instagram. And also my website is DesireeDawsonMusic.com. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Um, They all are different handles, but you'll find me (laughs) if you just put in Desiree Dawson (laughs) and then whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. And then uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all your favorite streaming services. You can find me there as well. Um, I think that's it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Thank this you. has been so much fun to talk to. We we really appreciate it and uh, good luck with everything. And, you know, hopefully we can, we can chat again sometime. I would love that. Thank you. I'm glad we made it happen finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you so play, fun. do you ever play gigs locally? I mean, I know it's, it's harder now because mm-hmm. of the COVID, but do you do gigs locally in Squamish? This is my first time in, like, I, I used oh. to come to Squamish when I was younger, like with friends and like go camping and, but, um, this is my first time like actually spending that much time in Squamish. So I like, cool. it's kind of all new to me the past couple weeks, but mostly I'm in Vancouver and like sometimes in some of the like suburbs, but mostly Vancouver. Got it. Cool. Yeah. My brother, and- my brother-in-law is in Squamish. Oh, cool. Uh, I've been there a couple of times. Beautiful. And uh, he, yeah, I mean, it would be so cool uh, if you played live out there. It's just such a great vibe. And yeah, yeah I would love awesome. to. I actually had a friend who lives here and she has, I, th- I guess she has a bigger property and she's like, let's do like a concert outdoor kind of thing here when, when the weather gets nice, which I really do want to like, I want to use the RV to pull up at parks and like do outdoor concerts when we can't like really be together. So that'd yeah. be sweet. I've also never played in California at all. I've only like done short little visits. So I'm like, that's also my 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 next thing so come on down okay do the same <laughs> concert you guys just yeah yeah exactly it's all over hop, Great. Hop, in, hop in winnie and come on yeah, down i will <laughs> she's ready <laughs> <laughs> she's always ready <laughs> fantastic okay amazing. amazing well thank you both so much for having me and uh, of course in touch. yes please Bye. it was it was a pleasure absolutely okay right. thanks Bye. desiree thanks desiree <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.